This is Renovar Ministries, revealing Christ and renewing one heart at a time. Welcome to our Building Blocks of Faith series with Renovar Ministries. We are your hosts, Dean and Nadine DeLange. We are still focusing on the armor of God, and in this session, we are going to discuss the breastplate of righteousness. The Word of God tells us to put on the full armor of God so that we can be fully prepared to live life effectively as believers on earth. It is important to mention that every piece of armor God gives us is essential and all six pieces uniquely complement each other and work together to protect you as a child of God. In the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 14, it reads as follows, So stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart. For a soldier in biblical times, a breastplate was a very important piece of armor because it was used to protect some of a soldier's vital organs, much like how a bulletproof vest works today. In the spiritual realm, God also calls us to cover and secure our hearts with His righteousness. God tells us in His Word to guard our hearts. Amen. Yes, precisely. We are therefore called to clothe ourselves in righteousness. Let's spend some time unpacking this concept. Righteousness is maintaining a pure heart and being obedient to God's ways. It is choosing a lifestyle of holiness over sin. We can all agree that God is the epitome of righteousness. He is perfect in judgment and he has no sin. If we don't put righteousness on and live a life of righteousness, then the reality is we could die a spiritual death. In fact, Proverbs 11 verse 4 states, Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. Because of Jesus, we can be considered dead to sin and clothed in righteousness through Christ. A sinner can therefore be made clean despite their past. And that is where God wants us to live and to keep our mindsets on what Christ has done on the cross for us. Because of Jesus Christ, there is justification for all believers. You are therefore declared righteous. The reality is that all people are guilty of doing wrong against God through their actions. All people are personally responsible for their sins, and we will be answerable to our God, the righteous judge. Thankfully, through the blood of the Lamb, we are made right with God. We can finally come into peace because we know our sins are forgiven. Once you become born again, you embark on a special journey of sanctification, where God continues to transform you as you work with Him, transforming you from your old sinful habits and mindsets to righteous habits and mindsets, moving away from sin and getting closer to God and His ways. Yes, you may still face temptation and fall into sin from time to time, but sin should never control your life. The Holy Spirit works with us and ministers in our hearts to change and to keep changing and walking in a life of purity and holiness. So in other words, you strive to become more like Christ. There are many wonderful examples of people who lived righteous lives in the Bible. In the book of Genesis, chapter 6, verse 9, 
Noah was described as a righteous man, blameless amongst the people in his day. If we jump to the New Testament, Joseph, Jesus' father, was referred to as a just man. The disciples were wonderful representatives of Christ's righteousness. Another man who truly lived a righteous life was Cornelius. The testimony of Cornelius is an encouraging story for everyone listening in respect to righteous living. Cornelius was well-rounded. He was a husband, a father, a leader. He was a commander in the Italian regiment of the Roman army. He was really involved in his community, making effort to reach out to the poor. Many of you can relate to him in some way. Although he did not yet know who Jesus was, he knew and understood the Old Testament scriptures. He followed them and believed in God, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, and he honored the Lord. Cornelius lived in Caesarea. One day he had a vision where an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Cornelius, God has recognized all of your prayers and care for the poor and charity work, and you need to send men to Joppa. This area is situated in modern-day Tel Aviv today. The angel of the Lord went on to tell him to send them to Simon Peter, who was currently living with Simon a tanner. Now a tanner is someone who worked with animal skins and chemicals. And this particular Simon the tanner was living by the sea. So Cornelius sent two of his servants and a devout soldier. In the meantime, Peter went on top of a roof to pray, and God speaks directly to him in the spirit through a vision. God gives him a vision of different animals and birds, and God says, rise, kill, and eat. God confirms what he calls clean will be clean. The Lord says to Peter that there are men downstairs and that he needs to go with them because he has sent them. Peter goes downstairs to meet them. Let's follow this in Acts chapter 10 verse 22, where Peter questions why they are there. The men replied, We have come from Cornelius the centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all the Jewish people. A holy angel told him to ask you to come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. When you live a righteous life, God can move on your behalf. He can use you and speak to you when you allow yourself to be open to His Spirit. When you're stuck in sin, it prevents you from connecting with God. God saw Cornelius and reached out to him. As a result, we see how Peter comes to the realization that God does not show favoritism, but loves all nations because Cornelius was not Jewish. Amazingly, Cornelius' entire household came to Christ receiving the Holy Spirit, and getting baptized. God is for all people. And from that moment, the gospel opened up to all the Gentiles. And that is why you and I can say thank you to God today, because we are also saved. So the reality is, you have a conscious choice on how you live. A righteous lifestyle may bring much adversity and opposition from Satan and the world, but you will have the hand of God on your life and his favor in 1 john chapter 3 verse 7 it says dear children don't let anyone deceive you about this when people do what is right it is because they are righteous even as christ is righteous and like cornelius god wants to use you 
as a vessel of change in your community. Every day, you have a choice to clothe yourself in righteousness. When you seek God's ways and His righteousness, it opens up the opportunities for the Lord to bless you and to have His way in your life. Righteousness helps you to remove the clutter of sin and decay because you are not fixated on it anymore. Matthew chapter 6, verses 33 to 34 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek God's righteousness, what God wants for you, and stay away from self-righteousness. We are called to be more like Jesus. This is possible by being attentive to the Holy Spirit and following the Word of God closely. This is a continual decision you'll have to make in every moment of your life. Let us pray for you. Father God, I just lift up everybody listening today. Please bless them, Father God. Please clothe them in righteousness. Help them, Father God, to walk a life of purity, to be transformed by your Holy Spirit day in and day out. Help them, Father God, to reflect your glory, to reflect your righteousness to those around them. Help them to stand up as lights in the midst of darkness. Help them to go out there, Father God, and make a difference through the actions. Help them, Father God, to clothe themselves in the breastplate of righteousness, to stand firm against the enemy, to protect themselves against profanity, against the evil and darkness of this world. Help them to think righteously, Father God. Help them to live their lives out righteously. And as they seek your kingdom, God, fill them up with the joy of your salvation. Strengthen them, Father God, with your truth. And go out before them, Father God, and lay the foundations, preparing the way for their future and for their destiny. I ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please feel free to connect with us through our website, www.renovarministries.org, for free resources. Or if you need any prayer, may God bless you and your family. Shalom. Thank you.